Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeremy and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this nutball. Uh, so today we're going to be playing Marvel Multiverse. Uh, this is a short, uh, probably three shot uh, mini campaign that we're throwing together here on Final Show Films. My name is Jack. I'm your storyteller uh, for this thing called Perils of X. Uh, while we have the entire mul Marvel Multiverse to play with, most people here at Final Show Films are of the correct opinion that X-Men is the best thing that Marvel's ever done. So yeah. that's what we're focusing on instead. Mm -hmm. If you disagree with us, we want you to know that we accept you and your wrongness. Absolutely. Ah. But I am joined by three players today, all of whom, including me, will be kind of learning this as we go. We've read the books, we've figured things out, we've built some characters, but in terms of actually enacting the rule set and making it into a story, well, we're going to see what happens. But I am joined today by Shani. Hi, I'm William or Shani, and I'll be playing Shani Dragonheart, a uh, name that I usually go for whenever I'm introducing my first character into a world. There you go. Uh, and uh, who is also known by their X-Men name, Arcana. And Sen? I'm Sen, and I'm going to be playing Maria Perez, uh, also known as Calavera. And Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing uh, Evangeline Stark, uh, whose mutant name is Sion. And all these people have some crazy shit going on. Uh, for those of you who are X fans or are familiar with the X-Men, we are beginning in the current Krakoan era, um, roughly about a year past uh, the inception of Krakoan society, and shortly after, for those of you that follow the comics events, X of Swords. So, the air of Krakoa carries the scent of wet earth, verdant growth, a hint of salt spray, and a sense of freedom. Barely a year has passed since a psychic announcement rang out to every sapient mind on the planet. Humans of the planet Earth, I am the mutant Charles Xavier, and I bring you a message of hope. Hope, of course, is not just an abstract concept. On Krakoa, the new mutant homeland, hope is also the name of a redhead with a proclivity for absolutely insane munitions and also known for being the keystone actor in a Weird process that allows for the complete resurrection and renewal of any dead mutant. Which has become a foundation and cornerstone of this new society and a well-kept, for the large part, secret from the other beings who inhabit Earth. But it can revive those mutants who have died. Even those who have lost their powers. The world has been hazardous for mutants since basically forever here on Earth 6196. One of the most widely vilified demographics on the planet, 
mutants have seen far more than their share of bigotry and suffering. Those who don't also belong to other more privileged categories of society have it that much worse. With Krakoa, however, there is a hope for a second chance, a better start, and even, in many cases, a redressing of old wrongs. But change still requires struggle. Calavera, it's been years since you last felt your skeleton respond to control or morph to your whims. Having lost your powers in the event known as M-Day, it's been a difficult time. But today, as the sand of the crucible arena on Krakoa crunches under your feet, you remember being told that this could be the last day of being just human again. It won't be clean or easy to get back to what you've lost. And you know it's going to be an excruciatingly painful process. But I leave the question up to you. What are you bringing to the circle of battle? And what thoughts are in your mind as you walk out into the open space towards the short man who faces you? The individual who's across from you, just a few inches over five feet tall, a squat, hairy knot of muscle, currently wearing a t-shirt and pair of jeans, boots on his feet, can see those nostrils flare as he catches your scent from across the arena and the eyes look up towards yours. Logan is not in his battle or field uniform of any sort. And he just kind of gives you a little bit of a nod as you begin to get close enough to approach what might be called earshot. Hmm. Meanwhile, up in the stands around you, the arena known as the Crucible is packed with people. A few of them, Calavera, you know personally. Many of them are simply here to witness another entry into the social fabric of Krakoan society. Scion and Arcana. What do you know of the person that you see walking towards Wolverine down in the sand? And why did you decide to attend this event this morning. It's entirely up to you guys. Uh, Arcana has probably only seen Calavera in passing occasionally. Uh, 
um, probably hasn't spent a whole lot of time interacting with her. Uh, but they are here because they're still trying to feel things out and get an understanding of why why anyone would put themselves through this for what in her mind is still a burden. Uh, because as she as she's sort of sitting there watching Calavera step into the crucible, she herself has like a twinge of pain as some of the runes sort of glowing across her body spark for a moment as the energy builds up and she just has to put her hand out to the side and let harmless like glowing sparks emit out from the from the engine on her wrist to try and vent some of the excess mana build up that she's currently experiencing as she feels the pain die down and just lets the the the, the light show play out next to her um i think that in terms of interaction i don't i don't imagine there's been much if any like i feel like Sam and Calavera have, have perhaps seen each other once or twice, whether Green Lagoon or 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 just in passing, wherever walking through. Um, Evangeline is here mostly because her mother said it would be a good idea to see it and understand what society, what, what how integral of a part this is for Krakoan society. Which is something she's still trying to get the get the hang of. Um, so she's mostly here because she kind of probably should be, and she's 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 definitely in the buildup to it. She's not paying a ton of attention right now. Um, wait until you know the 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 stage is properly set and and and. It begins. In the meantime, she is mostly fiddling with um, fiddling with the gaunt, one of the gauntlets on her arms, uh, okay. uh, with with a uh, with a uh, honestly probably just a screwdriver at this point, trying to trying to 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 get I think I might uh, a spare wire into place properly. Okay. I think I might have been muted when I described Calavera walking out. Uh, I heard you, I think. No, no, no. Uh, to the stream. Because I muted oh, okay. myself. My, my daughter came in uh, for a little bit and I muted myself on the stream. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> well, you can go ahead and re describe that if you want. So, yeah. Uh, describe, describe ourselves. Yeah, everybody. Go for it. Uh, you guys, you two, were, you two weren't muted at all. Uh, you, the three of okay. you weren't muted. It was just me because we're on two different audio tracks, right? Um, so yeah, so Calavera's walk. The repeat. Calavera is walking out to uh, the middle of the field with a pair of wakizashi in both hands, um, and just sort of focused on, on not losing this fight, even though logically she might know that she's supposed to lose this fight. Um, also, right now she's not wearing her full outfit. Uh, she's got just the sort of the ragged sleeveless. Um, button down that has no buttons. Uh, like it, it, it has like the, the the deep V, and it looks like there should be buttons there, but there are none. Um, and some like really ragged leather pants, boots, and leggings, and the like. And she's just eyes dead ahead. What's Scion look like as she's sitting there in the stands? Scion is dressed still very much in 
what would be considered like non-crypto and casual. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very much. Uh, her wardrobe is still New York City style. Um, so she's wearing like jeans, uh, probably a pair of Docs. Um, uh, a, a crop shirt with uh with down on one shoulder. Um. She is outside of that, like, like generally her. Um, she is, she looks very much like, like, like a teenager, elder, older teenager. Um, uh, blonde hair, but is, it's blonde only in spots. Most of it is red. Um, pre, mostly, mostly buzzed off on one side. Um, and yet she, she looks entirely like somebody who was, who who has lived their whole life, not on Krakoa, who is here on Krakoa for the first time. She looks okay. practically like a tourist. All right. And what about Arcana? Hmm? Uh, <clears throat> Arcana is, uh, dressed in a... Unique combination of street clothes and high tech equipment. Um, in that she she's wearing uh looks to be like a, a violet, like low cut shirt, um, that sort of exposes like upper upper chest and neck, uh, with uh the most of the like arcane lines that are around that area being exposed. Not by choice, she would rather cover them if she could, but the more of them she covers, the worse it feels when they start to flare up. Um uh, and so with that, uh, there's a, uh, there's also a jacket sort of thrown over the shoulders, very, very like armless. It's almost, it's just kind of a, it's a fashion statement jacket more than a wearing anything jacket. It's sort of just like over the shoulders and the, and the collar and like upper back doesn't actually cover that much. It has no sleeves. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then some like leather pants that, uh, meld into the technology and a lot of belts sort of tied around. Um, the, whereas where the, where the, where the regular clothing ends, the technology begins, um, the boots and like, almost like chaps that sort of go over the leggings, um, are made of a combination of, uh, like, uh, um, uh, artificial materials and like metallics and a lot of circuitry sort of visibly, visibly over it, um, that seems to function as a channel. For some of this energy that constantly builds up in Arcana, uh, the 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 gloves that she wears have these sort of like storage vessels on the back of on the back of the forearm uh, that sort of help store the buildup of mana before it has to be released, uh, and then leading down to circuitry, down to diodes on the knuckles and uh, on the fingertips that sort of glow with this uh, Arcano technological energy and the. The fingertips of the gloves change color with whatever she's doing magically at the moment. As she's just sort of venting, they are like this sort of glowing gold as they just sort of emit harmless lights and sparks as she tries to like do some low low grade venting of energy. Um, similarly, uh, the leggings go into boots that are similarly high tech and similarly to the gloves have these sort of glowing diodes and and um, energy readouts in the in the sole and the heel. Uh, which are currently just sort of vibrating a, a, a light green and purple. 
Backsword. And then yeah. again, her hair, sorry, that was her entire outfit. Her hair is a sort of long, like crimson red that's about mid back and pulled into pulled into a couple of braids. And her eyes glow slightly green. And then her most of her skin is covered in these glowing blue lines that just constantly glow brightly from the buildup of mana. I should mention her gauntlet that I mentioned before. They're clearly an old set, like not current or in the last several iterations, but they are an old set of Iron Man gun. Okay. Fantastic. Calabar, you make it to about probably about 15-20 feet away from the individual you're going to be facing. And while he's well known in these environs, most people would peg him roughly in his current deportment as a very short lumberjack. But he looks up, gives you another wry grin. Hola, niña. Wolverine speaks Spanish like a Canadian. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not going to call you Poppy. As she puts as she puts the swords down, I just want to stab the swords into the ground. Pulls a cigar out of like a like a Cuban out of a out of a out of a like the back of her uh, 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 belt and lights it. It's going to be the last time these affect me. You're ready for what we're facing today. She just bites down onto it and, and holds it holds it there. Picks the swords back up. Whenever you are. And there's a voice that rings out as a blue-furred, pointy-eared mutant steps out down in one of the corners to... Normally you'd expect like a microphone or something, but this is a strange woody... Uh, pylon that sort of emerges and has a slightly flared base. Krakoan technology leans toward the organic in terms of its means of use and design. I thought you were saying they lean towards the flared base. I mean, sometimes. Welcome to all who are here. Today we see once more that the lives that we have left behind can be renewed here on Krakoa. Death is a part of life for all of us. And even the blood that stains the floor of this arena will be rebuilt by the actions of the five. And those who have lost can prove their commitment to what is happening to the new lives that we are building, the new society and the opportunities for freedom and acceptance that we can find amongst each other here on Krakoa. This one who calls herself Calavera, like so many of us, had her gifts removed. But now through the efforts and ultimate sacrifice. 
and the willingness hmm, of a friend or a mentor hmm, to hold your life in his hands hmm, and make it so that you can be reborn with new opportunities as you are meant to be. Your sacrifice here will mark you as a member of the family who makes their home on this island. Nightcrawler steps back and raises a hand, and you hear a familiar snicked as six blades emerge, three from the back of each of Wolverine's hands. I'm gonna need some initiative. So my situational awareness means that I have an edge on initiative checks. What does that mean? Yes, you do. So when you roll your initiative check, um, all the turns. Come on, clear now. There we go. Mm. When you roll your initiative check, it'll come up with three dice. Edge is basically means you've got a better chance than normal. So whichever die is lowest, you'll be able to click on it and re-roll that one to hopefully get a better result. Hmm? Well, Vrain, well, no, you can choose any die. You can choose any die. Be the lowest one, but you probably doesn't want the have to be one. the lowest one, right? Hmm? Wolverine also has that though. Uh, so his initiative is going to be run along similar lines. So mine's a 17 then. This is 17. Ooh, and you got a fantastic result as well. So unless he, uh, so when the middle die comes up M, that's effectively a crit of some sort. Okay. Which in this case, I mean, believe you got so close you, to a six one six. I was gonna say, which in this case, I believe means unless he also gets an M, you get a surprise round. Hmm. That would have been a real good way to start the campaign. I'm just saying. All right, he's got a fifteen. So I get a surprise round. Evangeline is definitely paying attention at this point. Once, once, once Nightcrawler started. Yep. All right. So you get to take part in a bonus round before regular combat begins. Hmm? Okay. Wolverine was paying attention to his friend uh, up there in the announcer's booth so... and was waiting for the signal. And you predict yes. the drop of Nightcrawler's hand just before his eyes flash back to you. You've got a very slight push. So she actually. And you're going to technically get two turns in a yeah. row because you beat his initiative and you yeah, got the fantastic result. So what yeah. she does mm -hmm. what she does then is actually with her tongue and her teeth just sort of spits the cigar out in a way that it sort of spins. Uh, so mm -hmm. that when he looks back, the first thing he's going to see is the spinning cigar. <laughs> there uh, you go. And she takes uh takes sort of a line to come around the opposite side of him from where he was looking towards nightcrawler so that she's coming at him from uh from the side instead uh and just brings in those two swords to come at her to come at him uh, okay so first uh first i'm going to i'm going to start with a i'm going to start with a fast attack Okay. So I'm going, so I split my attacks to make two close attacks against, oh, separate targets. Never mind. I was going to say, fast attacks oh, is only can, applicable if they're they separate, separate. Or they can focus a single, uh, a single attack on a single target. It says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I make. You, so you can, you can, 
Can I make you can make your attack and it, it, it's a, it's a normal attack unless you make a fantastic success, in which case you get a in which case you get an extra one. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the 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 basically so, yeah. fa- fast attacks is you can split your normal attack in half to hit two people or, or target one person, but if you get a fantastic success, you get an you get an extra half on top of that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then it's going to be all right. So you will. So that is a 15. Uh, let me check one thing on surprise rounds. I don't know if you get edge on those or not. Do, do, do. Have. No, I think you just get the extra round. It would make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, then I don't so you lash out towards Wolverine uh, with a 15 total to hit. His melee defense is 17. Yeah. So unfortunately, that first strike comes out, and those claws come up and just catch those blades. But you get another shot at this, uh, and then I'm going to because now the actual initial attack begins. So yeah, so yeah, so two slices. Uh, he catches the first one, catches the second one, pull the second, pull the sword out from the second uh, from the first one, and I'm going to come back around with a vicious attack. Okay. So this is. If the attack succeeds, you take regular damage. On a fantastic, it's doubled. And right. special effect, which would be bleeding yes. in this case. Hmm? Uh, he's going to block that, though, for 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a 13, uh, you do, however, get a fantastic result. However, you have, despite having failed, so you do get a benefit from this. I'm going to say that these attacks are coming in so fast, the first attack he gets on you, he will have trouble. Okay. Because you are giving such a vicious offense that it's going to be hard for him to find an opening uh, because he's having to fight a little more defensively in this case. So, yeah, two quick one, two from the side and then a really heavy hit from above, just sort of like sending him skidding a little bit further back as we lock blades. Excellent. He, however, pulls back and drops into a stance just before he leaps at you. Uh, Go ahead and make me a vigilance check of 10. Fifteen. You've seen this positioning from him before. You know the difference between Logan because of the time that he, when he first encountered you in Mexico, you have spent some time with him previously, and this is what it looks like when he's shifting from defense to offense. He's taking an attack stance right now. Uh, Which, if he hits you, doubles his bonus damage uh, against your your hit. Mm, Your health. Alright, so it's going to be Wolverine's turn. While this is happening, you two up in the stands, you feel a jostling and a shifting, and somebody that you recognize uh comes is sort of trying to get themselves in position to take a seat next to you uh this is a fairly tall and broad character he's got a very rocky texture to any of his exposed skin he's wearing a training outfit right now you know this individual is agate he's a mutant arrived on uh krakoa probably a couple months maybe before you guys did uh has been working pretty hard to uh kind of incorporate himself into society definitely has aspirations of being on an actual mutant team at some point uh spends a lot of time training he's very much kind of a a a bruiser and a tank 
um, you know, and basically is a big chunky rock boy. Right. Um, who's working his way down, kind of gives you a wave. Both of you have met him. He's he's pretty gregarious, pretty outgoing, uh, has definitely either tried to buy or share drinks with you guys at the Green Lagoon at least once or twice, maybe individually, maybe as part of a group. Um, as 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 he approaches, uh, Arcana had been venting magic just into the empty seat next to her, but because he's approaching, she sort of tilts her hand back and just starts to vent it like slightly up in front of her face to give him the room. Right, he's actually coming in from Scion's side, okay, uh, cool. but he kind of gives you a wave. Um, did, did, did what? What did I miss so far? Hmm. Uh, they just started. Um, she got the drop on him, but. Like one purpose, as well as you might expect. Okay. Well, let's. Oh shit! Here he comes. I was, yeah, was going to say this might not last much longer. You I might want to sit down. Desperately want to know what X twenty three's reaction is across the battle because I can see that she's in the stands too. <laughs> you can make a vigilance uh, roll oh, on I your the next player, turn. Not Maria's not oh, concerned <laughs> about it. I, the player, want to know what her reaction is. All righty. Uh, Laura looks like she's having a good team. Okay. That is a 16 against your melee defense. Uh, oh, but he has trouble. My That's right. This is 14, but he does have trouble. So stay 16. Still 16. Okay. Oh, oh, that just me. All right. He you rolled 6 1 both time. Like, yes, he did. Mm -hmm. All right. The, the yep. two and the one don't change, right? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. Because it's, when it's trouble, you unless you, you do have to reroll your highest. Yeah. Um. Unless you've got it, well, if you've got a fantastic, that one counts as your highest. So yeah, no, uh, you come around and are preparing for this onslaught. You see him shift his weight and he just pushes off that back foot and lunges low. Uh, you go to defend and then at the last minute, he cocks an elbow up and now he's coming in from two different vectors at you. And that's 32 damage. Damn. So question... <laughs> actually, so no no I, actually i was under the impression that the the attack roll also determines the damage so yeah it's what you roll on, it's what you roll on the marvel die so it would have been two times whatever he made rather than oh yeah that's what it, oh i i rolled an ability score not an actual yeah, attack first time around attack. so okay. basically two times whatever his attack multiplier that's is true plus his base mm -hmm. plus his whatever his thing is yeah okay so that is 17 damage to you then yep mm -hmm. yep mm -hmm. so, i'm learning this character sheet so yeah just yeah you feel the blood snake out of uh the the gash that he leaves on on your side um and oops that's something else oh yeah that's right that's a that's a focus trigger if he gets a crit okay never mind all right so uh, that is Wolverine's set, turn. Can you, can you set my health to be 60 over 60? Because it's, it's giving me blank every time I try. I'm trying to set uh, my health to subtract. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's going to be in your green box. Mm -hmm. You have literally twice the amount of health that I do. Yeah, I have 60 Same. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. have, hey, I, taking, resi taking resilience have, at rank one is a good idea. I only <laughs> have 30 focus, though, so... I mean, fair. I would like... I also only have 30 focus. I have 60 there. Um, <laughs> I would like at this particular... After, after the strike hits, to... I mean, you can resist, obviously, and then we'll roll. 
but to to telepathically link with Calavera. Uh, okay. She's very focused, so I feel like she would passively resist it. Uh, I don't know okay. how, that would, how that would work, though. So it is a logic check. It is a logic check against your vigilance defense. Okay, you're probably going to succeed. Go ahead. What's your vigilance um, defense there for uh, Calavera? Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. All right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. So you just hear, and I don't, uh, I don't think we've probably interacted much. We might have maybe, unless you disagree, we might have like said a few words to each other at oh, some yeah. point. But you just hear uh, a voice in your hand say, you might want to duck better next time. <laughs> you just get a string of Hispanic cursing back at you. You're not certain if she's actually responding to you or just that's what's in her brain. Right, right. No, absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. That brings us back to Calavera's turn. Hmm? Uh, we're going to go with another vicious attack on this then. Okay. I'm... <laughs> He'll uh, get trouble on his attack again. So you're yeah. you're you're not you're not hitting him, but you are definitely keeping him off balance enough that it's making it hard for him to bring his full skill to bear, which you know is exceptional. Oh yeah, hmm? no no no. I was about to say, for anyone without any powers or not that much experience fighting Wolverine, you're yeah. doing pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You made it past round. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. right. Uh, you just as... the, if you hit the calculation under attack, it will roll the it'll roll the full attack and damage. Right, yeah, it'll roll it all together. Yep. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if it was a score and then, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um all right. Meanwhile, up in the stands, uh, Arcana, you hear a voice. Actually, uh, go ahead and give me a vigilance check. You, okay. I'll say you've got edge on this one. Somebody else doing some mind, mind talk? Not exactly. Uh, roll vigilance. As soon as it actually... Rolls the damn thing. Hang on. I'm gonna put since I made the since I made the mini and since he's been introduced, I'm gonna put uh Agate's uh mini in the Slack channel. It would be really nice that it would roll the damn thing. Where's the button to actually make this thing roll? Uh, uh you just click uh this is a non-combat vigilance, so you just uh click. hit the sec I, I second... have done that several times and it has not rolled anything. Hang on, let me refresh the page. I was. I thought I was like. It looks like you should click the red button and it should roll, right? But it's yeah, not. it should. You should just click the number. Yeah. Uh, vigilance. There we go. There you go. There you go. Uh, Fourteen. I have an edge, you said. Uh, yes, you have an edge, so you can re-roll that too if you want. Seventeen. Seventeen. Nice. You hear the clack of a shoe on the stone steps next to you, and turn to glance just in time to see a tall blonde woman dressed in pristine white, delicately picking her way down the stairs in a very much, I could give a fuck about anything that's happening here. Uh -oh. I have my own frost. business. As you guessed it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jeremy's And she glances down at you and... It's so funny, because... And because because Agate came in from the other side, uh, Arcana is still just like venting like 
small right. bits of light mm-hmm. and magic into the air next to her. So right, just kind of glances down at you. Scoot over there, darling. Yeah, fair enough. Eddie. Wrong accent. I don't know where that came from. But <laughs> I, took on, as, I took on my mentor's accent as, for a second. Right, as she basically says, you know, move move your seat. I need to sit next to my daughter. You are familiar with that relationship, <laughs> at least. All right. It's, it's hilarious because I was literally just about to say uh, after that round that uh, the thing was getting ready to, like, had pulled out a joint and is getting ready to light up. <laughs> Yeah, it very quickly vanishes. Uh, give Arca- me Arcana, an... Arcana slides over. Give me an agility roll there. Uh, oh, uh... that's gonna go great. <laughs> yeah, let's see how well you roll. Seven agility roll. <laughs> I need to pull up Emma's character sheet. I feel like her vigilance is gonna be very, very, very good, and you can it's gonna be hard poorly. to lose that. Uh-huh. Roll. You can always roll poorly. It's only her second highest character, right? It is an important one for. <laughs> she beats you by ten. She, could literally, she literally couldn't fail that. If she had rolled all ones, she would still be at nine. Uh huh. Oh, it'd be one, one, two, one because a one would have been a six because the Marvel die. Yeah. Yep. Really, really, at this hour, there's no wrong hour for it. Besides, isn't that what? I've seen way worse than this. No, just out in the open here already. Yes, you have. She kind of steeples her fingers and just sits down. And somehow, you don't know if it's her innate control, her force of personality, maybe, or just how what the cloth's made out of. She's sitting on a bare stone bench and does not seem to have picked up any debris whatsoever. Yep. I mean, uh, Meruan is one of the lightest things that I saw in a Stark lab previously. Yes, well. I mean... Tony's not known for his... Handling of the minutia. He likes to think of himself as a big picture person, which means everything drops through the cracks. Hmm? Not everything. And in fairness, been sober for a good long time. I'm not going to get in the middle of that. Meanwhile, fighting for my life out there. Give me yeah, yeah. a give me a vigilance <laughs> or... check. Give me a vigilance check for uh, Scion as well. Hmm? Okay. Eight. Okay, after one good roll, it said, oh, this is Jeremy. Okay, I know how I need The to only roll. thing you particularly notice is that Agate has gone stone motionless on the okay. other side of you right now. All right. If I stay still, she won't notice me. Right. All right, which means it's Logan's turn. And now now Arcana is still still not wanting to like bother anyone directly with it. It's now just venting magic into the stairway. <laughs> Amazing. Alrighty. It's like I could I could burn this out a lot faster if I was doing anything bigger than this, but I'm trying not to burn anything down. I'm gonna refresh too, because apparently I can't roll either. Hmm? Uh-huh. Well then I'm gonna preemptively refresh. I'm gonna stay <laughs> the course. <laughs> there you go. API is crapping out. 
Must be. Roll me a fucking attack. For I feel like I feel like when she's doing something please. is when, when she hits the point of painful mana venting. Uh, when when she does something as small as this to try and vent out, it takes several minutes before she gets back down to manageable yeah, levels. So sixteen will still. Oh, he does have trouble. Yep, yep. He's still uh, rolling. He constantly rolls the exact the same, same number on his on his trouble die. Is that what? Trouble, uh, I, does trouble mean a reroll, or does trouble just mean the same number, but now it's highlighted in yellow? <laughs> I haven't seen anything uh, to change that idea. That oh, is... let me let, let let me try troubling one of mine. We'll find out because if I can right. roll lower, I you will. will. Right. Uh... Okay. Interestingly, no. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I Hold need to, I need to test a thing here. Um. If I if I trouble this, no, no I... trouble does work. Okay. <laughs> we have just been rolling we the have same confirmed. I thing. literally rolled the same thing over again, yes. Okay, it can get worse. <laughs> yes. Alright. Oh, because I did I did another trouble on my agility. I it's just it's worse. a D4, but with an M on one side. So <clears throat> or D5 right. on one side. So Wolverine makes a just a strike against your lower leg. Uh and Oh, I know why to... it does. I know why it looks like that sometimes so often. It's because when you roll trouble, you use the worse. So if it comes up the same number again, it's because you rolled higher on the reroll. Ah, okay. That oh, would sense. that would make sense. Ah mm -hmm. you... okay. It's not just giving you a second one and then right. you compare. Nice. I'm happy about that. Uh, that's that's, that's good. Better. That's better. Yep. That's better than I thought. Okay. Um, he is in attack stance now, though, so that means uh, you actually take. Well, wait, actually, I reduce. Instead... His, I have damage reduction one, so I. Oh no, and I don't right now. Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say you don't right now because you, you don't, don't have powers. Have that yet. Uh, so you take twenty-two. You actually take twenty-nine damage on that one. Still up. And it's back to your turn. Just hmm. Bleeding from several places, like blades locked with claws. Uh, I thought you're supposed to be better at this than than I am. Uh, you just took my accent. <laughs> it's Spanish and Scottish accent. It's very close. Uh, yeah, I thought you're supposed to be better at this. I'm just gonna drop the accent. I thought you're supposed to be better at this than I am. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go with oh, we're gonna go with a fast attack this time. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um, I believe meets it beats it. So yeah, you manage to score a tag on him. Uh he has damage reduction one, so that eighteen is gonna become a twelve. Uh so that he'd only take sixteen damage. But for the first time, yeah. some of Wolverine's blood hits the ground. And I rolled a six on the on the on the Marvel die, but that's not a fantastic success, right? No, the fantastic Correct. is a one on the Marvel die. That's weird. Right. That's backwards. Mm -hmm. No, it's, like, it's, it's it's really cool because it's six one six, and it also means that your Marvel die can fail less hard than any of your other dice can. It means your Marvel die can fail less hard. It means that you can crit on a failure still and still have good stuff happen. Okay. Okay. And then it sets up. You can still have. You can either have an eighteen or a super fantastic the the six one six roll. Gotcha. I like you. It yeah. 
Basically, basically the the D the Marvel D six instead of going from one to six goes from two to M. Correct. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's no one on. There. But uh, so you you see that strike, Calavera, and then to zero surprise of you, you immediately watch that flesh begin to knit itself back closed, just leaving the blood running down his forearm as he heals five points at the beginning of his turn because of his regeneration. Well, I just ma- I just made a couple hundred dollars. Oh, do you you bet they'd actually be able that she'd actually be able to draw blood? Yeah, the odds the 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 odds makers had really really high odds, so I figured I'll put ten bucks in. Bad enough. Ten to one odds. Anyway, twenty to one. Scion, I came here to inform you that once this is over, I would appreciate it if you would follow. The body to Arbor Magna. All right. I want you to see the process. All right. Fair enough. And under no circumstances do we talk about this with your father, you understand? Oh, I, yes, I get it. Resurrection. Big no for outside. I understand. I haven't said anything so far. Good. And to point out, he has that. Give me a, I'll say another vigilance check. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is her ego defense? <laughs> I'll take that. Oh, her ego defense isn't fantastic. Really? Um, well, I mean, compared to her other shit. Compared to her other shit. Okay, right. that's She's fair. still a 14, but, you know, still. That's um, fair. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you get edge for being she, you, you get You get that she's having an internal reaction to that, but the face is still motionless. Just yep. in this absolutely impenetrable shield of quiet pleasantry at the moment you know right. she's she's attending a significant social event even if it does happen several times a week at minimum you know mm-hmm. but still you know um but as regards tony not asking about certain things well yeah all right now out of carry that doesn't mean that he hasn't planted scanning stuff in in Sion's bags or whatever without her knowledge, but yep. Okay, I thought so. Edge, edges and troubles can stack and multiply. They just cancel each other mm-hmm. out. Yep. You see uh, you see Wolverine prepare for another strike, and this time Calavetta, you hear him just sort of growl under his breath. We'll see you on the other side, kid. As he's going to make a focused fury attack. Uh oh. <laughs> so he makes a close attack with Edge. So we start with that. Let this be the one time he misses. Come on. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me that. Narratively. Jesus Christ. This thing refuses to. I'm going to try one thing. Maybe it's mad that I'm popping it out. Mine hasn't been. Okay. We refresh once more. 
In fairness, I feel like Sunday is probably a pretty popular day for Roll20. I mean, that's fair. Hmm. Probably. Oh, no! He doesn't and miss. he rerolls with he Edge. Not miss. I'm gonna say, you know, he's gonna hit either way, so let's let's crit fish this one. Yep, well, there it is. Alright, so yeah, this one, you just see him lock down, those eyes narrow, and he comes at you like a bullet. Hmm? Uh, and it's the last thing you see. He spent, uh, let's see, close attack. For every two points of focus they spent, he spent 15. This is the quickest I've ever died in the game. <laughs> so five to start and then 10 more so he gets an extra five damage so i'm out so that's 37 40 something How does yeah no and you guys just watch as wolverine's claw goes in uh at the lower part of uh of calavera's abdomen and comes up and literally does not stop moving until Calavera's lower jaw just literally pops off of her face and flies partway across the arena. And he stops and then just shakes the body. Arcana, of... Arcana like looks away at that for a second. Mm -hmm. What do you think the what do you think the um would it be a resilience role to not get physically sick at that? Probably. Okay. I would say, yeah. Uh, if you feel like Partly, your character might be slightly less than stoic of stomach, I feel like I feel like uh, Sion hasn't really encountered much real world gore in her life. Mm -hmm. Probably queasy, maybe Probably. not throw up. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah. You yeah. you feel the bile and you oh, genuinely turn away. Look yep. away, turning green. And you feel a, a cool hand on your shoulder, and you feel your mental resolve bolstered just slightly. Arcana looks away as well. And is, uh, you'd think if you were going for resurrection, you might want to not do that to a body. It kind of instinctively leans into the hand. At that comment, actually, Arcana, uh, she glances to you. It might be helpful for you then to see how the process proceeds. I'm going to be honest, it's going to be difficult to look at that. And, but she uh, says that you should probably go as well. <sighs> All right, it's not like... Uh, Magic's going to be surprised to see me, I guess. <laughs> and you see a few other mutants uh, who were sort of standing on the side uh, as Wolverine sort of shakes most of Calavera's blood off of him um, and then just pulls off his flannel and starts using it as a sponge. And just sort of bends down and puts a hand at the side of Calavera's corpse's temple just for a moment. Hmm? We'll see you in a few hours. 
and we move our scene. Yeah. Or at least prepare to. Agate is looking slightly greener than he was before as well. Um, and just kind of shakes his shoulders. I think I need a drink. <laughs> Have fun with that. Yeah. And just kind of steps up and sort of shaking his head, walks out of the arena yeah. in the general direction of the Green Lagoon. <laughs> and the I'm... two of you... yeah. Mm -hmm. follow follow Emma Frost out of the arena in a different direction hmm? yep and again wherever wherever like as as Arcana is walking she's just kind of trailing lights because she's still trying to vent slowly rather than quickly right Yeah, then we just sort of uh, probably somewhere like right between the two of them, both for a buffer because she knows how her mom would be, and just because it's the most comfortable place to be. Yeah. We head towards resurrection time. Arbor Magna is a massive tree near the center of the island of Krakoa. And inside some of the most important work for perpetuating mutant society and mutants as a species takes place on a daily basis. As you walk down the stairs leading towards this interior chamber, there are a group of five mutants clustered around a, you would call it kind of a workspace. It's this open chamber, and then they are specifically positioned around a, a sort of wooden receptacle uh, made out of branching tendrils of plant and fiber that sort of grow out of the ground into this slightly slanted concave uh, area. One activates his powers and begins to produce and create a oblong golden object, probably about three or four feet across, about twice that long. And another one steps up while this girl with long red hair jams a large syringe into this egg-like structure and compresses it, filling it with a DNA sample, as Emma will explain to you. The second mutant comes up, and there's a distortion in the air as Proteus makes this egg a viable host template. While another, known as Elixir, kind of golden skin, 
little shaggy but shorter cut blonde hair places his hand over top and anybody who wants to can give me a vigilance check as well All right except for the dead person obviously anybody who's alive in there hmm? 13 not bad vigilance 17 nice. both of you can tell that the redhead who had done the initial injection is actively utilizing her powers through this whole process and arcana as your attention is drawn to that person in particular she looks over at you gives you a brief wink but then her focus reverts right back to what she's doing and emma kind of leaning forward in a low voice that's hope she is the necessary nexus that allows them all to work in concert i'll try not to interrupt she says still sparking that would be flashing that would be a terrible idea yeah, you'll be I'm on sure. your own for a moment my services will be required towards the end yeah i'm trying to make sure that doesn't happen <laughs> arcana says that she's still like <laughs> sparking <laughs> but you then see um, a, a girl with kind of uh, darker hair towards the back, but uh, bleached to a to a white uh, on the on the forehalf with these two long side locks hanging down. Come on, Josh, let's go. He just kind of nods and smirks and then pulls his hand back. And then this girl steps forward and you see. A strange visual effect. There's some the the egg itself is slightly transparent. And the soup inside it, whatever liquid mixture of biological uh concoction that remains within, begins to move almost like it's in time lapse. You see a slurry form into a fetus, which begins to rapidly age itself into an adult form more or less and you can see the naked silhouette of calavera's body manifest in the space of only about 15 minutes hmm? into a more or less mature version of the same age she was when she entered the arena at that point and then emma steps forward you like by traditional definitions that's less of a resurrection and more of a reincarnation this way i've heard about this part she holds her hand out to the egg and a helmet of sorts with a lens on the front in the shape of an x is brought over by proteus and placed on her head and you can see the technology activate and there is a spasm from within the egg Televera, everything went dark there for a minute as you felt yourself getting effectively unzipped <laughs> there was a flash of pain and then suddenly your eyes snap open you are surrounded by a thick liquid and you can see on the outside of this membrane shapes moving 
So your memories are intact. Do my give memories, me a vigilance check. Do my memories stop? Like the last thing I remember was be was being hit by by Wolverine, or did I have any consciousness in between those two points? You did not have any consciousness in between those two points, and the last thing you remember is seeing the blade sort of enter your abdomen. Yeah. Feeling that initial little flash of pain and that knowledge of, oh, this is the death blow. Yeah. You don't experience the full trauma of right. the, the deceasing. Gotcha. Okay. If that's a word. Um, but check. make make me go ahead and make me a vigilance check. Yep. Okay. Uh, and you have edge on this one. Fantastic 14 at the moment. Fantastic 14 at the moment. Yes. The oh, very still a fantastic fourteen. Yep. The very first thing that you notice is you can feel your bones again, and then you hear a crystal clear voice in your mind. All right, now come on out. Okay. Um, I hope no one's standing close to the egg then. Uh, <laughs> the only one who's standing close to it right now is Emma. Let's see how she does. Mm. Um, six large, almost spider-like claws of bone just erupt from Calavera's back, uh, like going from shoulders, mid, mid back, and then like hips and just burst out of the egg and spider down to latch onto the ground. Mm -hmm. um, you guys see Emma move exactly six inches to the left so that two of the legs just shift over onto each side of her. And she's got a good, you know, eight inches between them uh, where she's not, not hit. And then just very quietly takes a step back. And there's just like this sort of steam coming off as her as her body heats up from her healing factor and everything reactivating. <coughs> and as she stands up from the egg, her face, like from the nose up, is completely covered in a skull. Um, that just that that allows for her hair to flop down to one side, and the rest of her uh, her body is uh, her tastefully nuded by having. Uh, by having bone armor having emitted from around from the various points to uh, cover her in a bikini fashion style, but also just instinctively protecting the, 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 uh, the, the, the critical organs. Comics code friendly they, bone yeah. <laughs> protection. Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> um, Hope looks down at a, uh, like panel in a, like a like a tablet that she's holding. It's got like this wooden frame around it, very clearly of Krakoan design. Okay, well, Kelly, uh, that's you sorted. Emma, you're gonna take it from here, then. She kind of gives a nod. Hmm? All right, well, guys, we got a busy day today, so let's work around to the next one, and. Love the business Tempest life sort of just pats you on the shoulder gently, uh, Calavera, uh, and welcome back. Thank you. Uh, and the bones just immediately suck back in 
um, with probably an unsettling sound, of, like sort of meat-sucking sound, uh, yeah. as everything collapses back inside, and she's just staying there completely naked. At this point, Valentine's uh, um, in reincarnation generally puts makes you a new person with the same soul. I was more referring to the, like the traditional like D and D role playing game kind of reincarnation, but yeah, sort of. Yeah. New body, same person. Is cloned body actually still new? But yes, I I typically more equate a resurrection with like fixing the old body and putting them back in it kind of thing, but. Reincarnate it typically means you have been brought back into a new form, kind of thing, you know. Hey, how you doing? Are there any clothes nearby that have been like set aside? Nope. No? So, yeah, so just looks around. Is addressed. Oh, hello. Uh, as, Hi. She, as she waves a hand to, to as she wa- raises a hand to wave, uh, just like a a bones like like a full body suit made of bone, just erupts from her skin and wraps around her. Oh, good. That makes this far less uncomfortable and awkward. Also, um, because because she was completely naked, you could tell she is trans. Right. <clears throat> well, that's everything I had for all of you. I'm certain that this educational procedure will be helpful for you in Finding your place here going forward. Arcana, like, opens her mouth like she's going to retort for a second and then just decides not to say anything. A.K.A. don't die even though it's fine if you do. If that's the lesson that you take away from it. Well, I won't be disappointed. All right. It's a good start. Traditionally, at this point, young people of your age go to the Green Lagoon. Yes, that was what I was going to suggest. I was going to suggest a drink in general, but... The good is a place for any. You feel like a drink? Oh, yeah. Go. Come on, let's go. I'll buy it. I will follow. All right. So our scene shifts to the Green Lagoon. As you walk in, actually, let me see. Do we stop and get clothes for Calavera before we? You absolutely can. Yeah, he drank. Okay. Um, (laughs) I get twisted. (laughs) <laughs> I gets tipsy right now. Hmm? Uh, so yeah, stop off, grab some uh, clothes for Calavera. Um, housing and that sort of thing is always provided in one of the Krakoan habitations for anybody who lives here. It's a very... One of the primary laws of Krakoa is that we respect this sacred land, partially because it provides the island 
grows shelter, food and clothing and pretty much anything you need for basic existence is freely accessible and there's no need to for anybody to go without. The ecosystem is vibrant and powerful enough that it all everybody's basic needs are covered. Medicinal herbs and fruits are accessible. The ability for medical treatment and recovery is widely provided. It is in a great sense for these, at least on the surface, a very utopian existence on the um, island. Krakoa manages that by taking a very small tithe in, a, in effect, absorbing some of the latent X-gene energy from everybody there. Uh, given that there's so many mutants, nobody even really notices for a large part. And it's considered more or less a symbiotic exchange uh, where the land draws on us and in turn provides for all of our basic needs. Uh, on the way to the Green Lagoon, Arcana, we'll just hit, I need to stop by my place for a second. I need to discharge into a capacitor or I'm going to start firing things. Uh, this is going too no slow. problem. No problem. So what's uh what's Arcana's dwelling look like then with all of those criteria? Hmm? Uh she probably didn't ask for much, just a like a small workshop space that yeah. had been grown up around for her that she's brought a bunch of equipment into and set up. Mm -hmm. Um uh, very specifically uh in like off to one side in the room there is a large like like standing apparatus with like uh like metal clamps for hands and feet uh that she sort of steps into uh and like large like battery tank essentially like like series of batteries adjacent to it that she just sort of unleashes as she's I'm sure she latches herself into it and you can see the like increasing glow of everything around and then over time the glowing of the lines on her on her body and of her eyes begins to dim down to a much more reasonable ambient glow as she vents out her excess buildup of mana and you see the, the batteries in the room begin to fill up uh, as she then allows whoever needs energy resource off of that to feel free to pull from the batteries if they need it because yeah no generally even after you top them off like this they by the time you get back for next run they're always at least down to 80 percent or so sometimes a bit more hmm? yeah. and anyone anyone who needs to pull from the energy source is welcome to because she's literally pulling from the cosmos so uh -huh. absolutely yep and so she she steps in vents enough energy that her that her ley lines sort of die down to a like still visible but not like literally giving off luminescence at the moment uh right and then steps back out okay <sighs> that's better all right let's go all right so you all move to the green lagoon yep it's a nice open bar sort of area there's a big arcing uh counter behind which an absolutely massive individual who is at least as wide as he is tall uh with a particularly magnificent mustache um is mixing yeah. and serving um uh blob is the proprietor here 
Um, uh, and Fred Dukes is known for his brand of hospitality, which generally involves everybody getting everything they need. Um, and hopefully, if he's very, very lucky, he gets to close up within a couple hours of midnight. Mm. Um, but without anybody, without any fights having, without any fights happening, yeah. Um, uh, you do see. Uh, a pair of individuals actively engaged in an arm wrestling match. Uh, well, it's less of an arm wrestling match and more one person using one arm and another person using two arms because when you have four arms, an arm wrestling match is two against one right. for a lot of people. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of like conversation and shouting back and forth um, as wrong slide and forearm uh, are are expressing their their particular proclivities in a productive way that also allows for some gambling so that's nice um and but one of the first people you see sitting off by himself uh in a, a corner is agate on one side of the uh the the bar yep raise a hand head over that way got started without us oh hey yeah, it's uh Oh, hey, you're uh you're up and walking again. She nods. I still don't You should have seen names. it. Right. Um <laughs> that is actually a really fair point. Um I'm Evangeline Dion. Take your pick. I'm not picky about which one. Yes, uh Johnny we don't Dragon. call her Evie. Hmm? Shawnee Dragon no. or Arcana. Depending on how you feel. Uh, Maria or Calavera, depending. Right. And Agate. Uh, yep, that's me. Hmm. Just Agate? I mean, my last name's Henriksen, for what that's worth. Hmm? Bjorn Henriksen, but, you know, I... I go by Agate. It's easier. Hmm? My first name means bear. Maybe I would have stuck with it if I had actually had like some bear powers when those manifested. But now nah, this is this is me. So I just go by Agate. Because, you know, and it does have a vaguely, uh, you know, sort of semi-precious gemstone yeah. Agate-like uh, right. texture to it. All right. And then you hear another voice. And I'm Mistral. As a girl comes over, uh, fairly slight, uh, with these kind of bird-like wings emanating out of her back. But they're not like actual physical bird wings. They they look honestly more like they're made from hard light or some sort of translucent energy. And there's little cascades of kind of like uh, bioluminescent sparkles that come down. Mistral? Oh. Hi. 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 So, Agate, what do you? Agate well, gets I'll real just, quiet and just takes a very deep drink. Mm. I'll just, I'll just order a uh, bobble now. Uh, Caliber, what are you drinking? Uh, <laughs> it looks. Is there any clear indication of what kinds of alcohol are available, or is it say you know what they have if you know what they have? Uh, no, there's, there's like you can see bottles that are they're they're not like produced elsewhere and shipped in this is all Krakoan production um and blob has a whole bunch of things 
that that you know look like you know there's there's little signs on the bottom of the shelves ales beers you know whiskeys there's there's a couple that are on the bottom shelf that are labeled like vodka ish tequila question mark you know right uh you know where he's basically just made his best guess as to what sort of alcohol this most likely approximates right but but this is shit where you know like yeah some of this is just Krakoa dropped off a crate of fruit and I squeezed it into a bottle and it turned out that, you know, that it was ever clear. So, you know. Yep. So just like really quickly scanning, gets to the tequila question mark, points at that. All right. Arcana? Uh, blood and sand, please. All right. I'll raise my hand. Wait till, wait till, wait till Rick comes over. Right, Order yep. all of those and then a champagne for me. I don't know if anyone mixes drinks in this bar, but oh no, there's definitely oh, mixes. Certainly Absolutely, mixed drinks, no yeah. mixtures. Yeah, no. Also, is there blob is actively as you raise your hand, you know, in the middle of tossing something in the air before he sets it down and comes over to gr to grab whatever yeah. you guys are this, interested in. Yeah, this is my first time being here. Is this a place that also serves food? Because I could yes eat a bit. Yeah, you're hungry too. Eat, All right, what do you want? Meat. All right. Help us out. Order a chicken wings, please. Sorry, I mean, it's not roll. really a chicken. Whatever's the bird. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Mistral, sorry. What are you getting? Oh, I'm just going to have the thing that's kind of like absinthe, but not as fucky uppy. You know what? Check for champagne. Give me that. Okay. Yeah, two, two of, of yeah, two of the, two of the, yep, bottom of the lagoons. You know, yeah, okay. And uh, the, yeah, for for reference, the blood and sand is scotch, sherry liqueur, sweet vermouth, and blood orange juice. Oh yeah, that actually sounds really good. That does sound really good. But once he heads off, so I don't know. If this is a too personal question to ask, but what did it feel like? Okay, I don't know if this is too personal a question to ask, but I don't care if I'm going to ask it anyway. Yeah. What do you think about it for a second? I mean, the only way I can really describe it, I can't, it hurt, but it was kind of like just being, have you ever imagined what it feels like when you unzip your coat? Like to the coat? Oh. Oh, I was going to say, no, I've worn a coat before. Right. And I know I've exactly what that coat. feels like. Like, how the but, coat yeah, feels okay. when you unzip it? I've never questioned that, but now I'm curious. Well, think about how a coat might feel if you were to unzip it, and that's what it felt like. I, uh, I'm an animist. I've asked that question a lot. <laughs> um, never I never mean, thought of a pleasant answer. Fair. Oh, shit. I... You're a shapeshifter? No, I'm an animist. It's a faith. Agate just kind of blinks at you. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Fair. I, was, I, I wasn't talking okay. about the death so much as the other part. Oh. Um, the coming back. Yes. Because I'm Romy in a weird ego position. For Calavera. Hmm? Yeah. I'm in a weird position where I actually remember my birth, but it didn't feel like birth. 
It just felt like falling on a beach. I've got 10 on the ego. Oh, 10 on the ego? There's a hole. There's a gap or a stutter in your memories. You have, they're seamless to an extent where one event follows another. And granted, this only happened a couple hours ago. But it's like there's a chunk chopped out that has been seamed together. But you can sort of still feel that very hairline crack or boundary. If you've got if you've got a line of metal and you chop a part out and stick right. the two ends together and weld them together, there's they're one piece now, but there's that weld seam. And when you reach out and sort of mentally touch it. Pain and pleasure exist on two ends of a spectrum, to an extent. And the mixture of them of is where things get is where things get iffy for some people. It is it is a void where rather than having a blending of the two, it's like you eliminated both and the gap that was left behind when you don't have either sensation available to you at all. There is a nothingness that is not entirely reassuring. So the part before I was in an egg, sort of nothing there. Okay, I guess so that makes sense. Between dying and <clears throat> being in an egg, I don't know. Um, the being in the egg was sort of like... Like I've been trying to grab a hold of fire for the past little while and haven't been able to actually reach it, and then finally I got it. Mm-hmm. And then, and and she, as she gestures with her hands, and as she gestures with her hands, uh, just from a seam on the back of her on on the back of both arms, uh, a large bone blade just erupts out, uh, on both hands. So just so making basically effectively like long swords. Just... And now that I've got it, I feel whole. And then this, the bone reintegrates again. I mean, fair There's enough. a little bit of residual blood, and then the seams, the wounds close over. Yep. Also, that's legitimately cool. Mm. At least somebody who's new here seems to, seems to like what they've got. I mean, it's less, it's less liking what I've got and more, it's all I've ever known until it was taken from me. And then it was like, you know that feeling, if I had, you know that feeling yeah. you get when you're going up a flight of stairs and you forget that last step? Mm -hmm. That, but your existence I mean, if someone took this from me, she says, indicating to the lines across herself, I don't know if I'd be willing to die to get it back. Fair. I probably, uh, probably would have agreed before it was taken from me. Well, you also don't occasionally just make reality go weird or set things on fire because you haven't vented recently. 
No, but I do stab myself from the inside out every day. Fair enough. Oh, look, drink. <laughs> yep. Drinks are brought. Food yeah. is brought. Uh, the food is... You ordered wings, which, you know, most of the time that you've had them for Arcana, you know, they're about yay big in several pieces. Uh, these guys are, like, the difference between a chicken wing and a turkey wing? Yeah. Take it one more step. Okay. So these are basically... So wing pieces, wing. obviously, structurally, but they're about the size of like your average Ren Fair turkey leg. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, Anil, who's this very sort of lizard-like uh, guy with very human face, but he's got like these uh, scales and spikes going down the, the back of his head, almost mohawk fashion, uh, comes out with this plate of steaming food and just sort of sets it down. All right. Uh, yeah, no, this is... Uh, this is what we've got for wings today. So, I mean, it looks like meat and it looks like delicious. So, hand it over. Help yourselves. Fair enough. And it's it's seasoned with a kind of a lime barbecue esque sort of fusion flavor. Good enough. Calavera is currently but there's... that um, that orphan that hasn't eaten in three days, or Super Saiyan eating style, where I'm <laughs> right. pretty confident she's not tasting anything. It's just going in. It's <laughs> just going down. Right. Being regrown out of nothing takes a lot out of you. Yeah, it does. Okay, so you all are taking some time after either witnessing and or experiencing something both ritualistically and socially and culturally extremely significant but also possibly equally as traumatic right uh you've made two new friends mistral and agate hmm? some of whom you knew before um and some of whom you're meeting for the first four time new friends like legit Calavera and San might have spoken to one another at some point, but Calavera is like new arrived yesterday. Like, yeah, right. mm -hmm. no, you've only been here for a couple of weeks. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know anybody yet. Yep. So then we can be like, all right, so what is everybody's story? All right. Um, Uh, well, uh, I grew up in southern states, uh, southeastern end, uh, mother Scottish, uh, father is an army man, uh, met them in a UK army base, came back here, uh, well, not here, unless, you know, are, you, are your parents, came you back parents? to the states, oh, okay, hmm. Came back to the states. Uh, the um... was that a, was that a, a, a gate or that was agate? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Father's an army man. Mother works for Stark Technologies now. Okay. Uh, the uh, kind of 
conservative ideas that get put in people in the army father didn't really take super well to me coming out as genderqueer uh in my teenage years but uh sort of at the very least he's my father and he cares about me so he did his best to try and broaden his worldview it wasn't easy for him uh but he tried uh fair enough uh grew up your standard nerd fondness for fantasy novels and for engineering uh did a lot of fun working with technology as i grew up uh was on a lot of online forums talking about things like thor and loki and you know their them being real actual people that exist uh, right. and about uh -huh. how you know questionings about you know how much of mythology is real and how much is just an exaggeration through the lens of history it's weird right yeah <laughs> like how much how much of norse myth is actually just actual thor right <laughs> um talking about how tony's suit works questions about that on engineering forums and stuff uh, obviously we've never gotten actual plans for it so oh so your mom's not like Okay. No, she she works in one of the local labs where I used to live. Uh, okay. She's not like high end. She's just local tech lab. Um, uh, but uh, my powers woke up around twenty one. Uh, oh shit! Mm -hmm. uh, I, as I understand it, it was just after an M day, so I was one of the first ones to wake up to their powers in wait, the aftermath. Wait, hang on. Some people don't get their powers until later in life. <laughs> it's rare, Mistral says, but it's known to happen. Uh, I got, as far as I've understood from conversations with magic, linked to Cosmos, like far end, the raw energies of magic. Uh, and um, this, she says, indicating to the ley lines across, right. started showing up. Uh and uh it keeps coming um you know how when you breathe in particularly hard your lungs feel tense and your chest sort of gets tight and you have right. to exhale there's a part of me that's always breathing in and i don't exhale automatically oh shit oh, I, I try not to breathe too hard or i might poke something um the magic just keeps coming in over time and if i don't do something to let it out it keeps building until it explodes sometimes literally and that's why you're venting yeah, yeah. it's your exhaust port so to speak sort of pressure valve kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. um i uh i once leveled a whole field of grain uh, when I had to run out and didn't like when I couldn't before I figured out how to build things to vent I uh, I felt a really bad episode coming on and I ran out into an open field and uh, there wasn't much of an open field left afterwards yikes so you enclosed it I I burnt it mostly to the ground logic minus two <laughs> <laughs> Fair um, enough. But uh eventually uh, I didn't really have access to, you know, anything like Strange's University or anything to learn how to do actual magic, so I had to figure it out for myself. Right. Uh um, Mistral looks up. Strange has a university? 
So I've heard, at the very least. That's got to be so weird. Um, but I, uh, I was out wandering um, one day, and I ran across a old uh, tech lab, uh, abandoned, uh, off the radar. Uh, best I could tell, it was probably built by some mad scientist villain in some kind of, you know, big mad scientist plan to do something horrible to the world, but apparently they had been grabbed at some point and their lab got left behind. Didn't really matter to me. There was equipment there, so I got to work. Yeah. Uh, I started building everything that I could. I didn't have access to, you know, my mother worked at a Stark Tech Lab. Didn't mean I could just walk in and take some gear. Yeah, uh, no, that's fair. Uh, but uh, I did a lot of experimentation. Um, I eventually managed to build some things that would let me sort of channel and expel the reserves that keep building up. Um, the standing device in my home that I use to do large vents is one of the first things I built. And then over time, I started building more compact things that I could wear, like these gloves, mm -hmm. um, so that I could try and do something to help vent it and control it without causing harm to people around me. Uh, it took oh, me okay. years to try and figure it out. But no, those, so those gloves are like Cyclops' visor. Kind of, yeah. She sort, okay. of holds, she sort of holds the hand up and the fingers start to again glow the sort of golden color as the sort of like lights and sparks sort of dance around her hand. Right. I can do basic magic by channeling it through these gloves and using them to sort of form spells. Um, I don't know a whole lot of the traditional sorcery, which when I got the call, I came here and uh, Magic has been trying to help teach me some more traditional sorcery to augment the techno magic that I've been building for myself. Haggett mm -hmm. kind of drops both of his fists on the table. Sometime you're going to tell me what it's like working with the war captain. Mm -hmm. Uh... She's a bit surly and um, uh, short in temper, but she's fun. Uh, she she and I spend a lot of time talking shit of however we need to. I'm going to uh, be honest. All I just heard was hot and hot and hot. <laughs> she doesn't make fun of my accent, mostly because she, uh, she knows other people make fun of hers, which is fine. Mistral is looking at her fingernails, and then as Scion says that, just kind of gives you the point. Mm. <laughs> uh, I the when the call went up, I headed up to New York, and I found the the gate that exists in what's left of the school for gifted youngsters. Mm -hmm. And then you're here. Yeah. Nice. Speaking of gates, well, if you guys want to do more story time, but remind me. I have a thing. Okay. Okay. Mistral says. <laughs> Mistral says. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, my. So if you want good news, if you want access to a little bit better start, you might have a you might have an opportunity. Um. So obviously, Emma's my mom. Did you guys. Well, Calera, you might not have seen because you know, who? But um, Emma, Emma Frost. 
blank look on her Give face. me a <laughs> logic check. <laughs> Anybody. 12. 12. Uh, you know that the that Krakoa is ruled by a something called the Quiet Council, which is somewhere between eight to fifteen mutants of who are consider who are effectively the leaders of this sovereign nation. Amafrost is one of them. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, uh one of the ladies in charge, Emma Frost. Yeah. On dresses in white a lot. Always looks like fucking off a runway. It's really annoying. Yeah. That's my mom. Uh and Tony's my dad. I didn't know they were a thing. Give me a logic check, uh, <laughs> and I'll give you edge on this since your mom works for Stark Tank. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I have a logic check to see if I know who Tony Stark is? Sure. He's an edge. Hey, 14. Uh, you've heard of Tony Stark in the same way that most people have heard of, like, you know, Jeff Bezos and yeah. stuff. Um, and he's one of the leading members of the Avengers, probably the most famous superhero team on the planet. Wait, hang on, hang on, uh, wait, hang on. So, like... You did not know he had any kids. You're rich? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Honestly, yes. I'm not, like... But, so, they don't... They're not together, and that sort of where it got weird. So, a few years ago, I... A few years ago, this is how I understand it happening i don't know all the details avengers and, and x-men were in a fight apparently this happens a lot on this in in on in this world um and something happened with 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 the the uh, one of the avengers uh, scarlet witch I right. guess they call her the pretender a lot here. And anyways, hey, Calavera, uh, that's the woman who's responsible for you losing your powers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, she's the one that yeah took everything away from us. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Um, but it was a great so day. I'm she, sure. I'm. I yeah. There's there's a lot there's a lot around that. It's complex. It's mental health stuff. It's. She's not so bad. I've only met her like once, but she's not so bad. Um, I have more memories of her than that, but that that that's where it gets complex. So, apparently, there was a she 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 through some of her magic, it hit mom and dad, and I guess it pulled me out of the potentiality. Of if they had been together. Mm. Multiverse theory question. Are you a new creation out of probability? That's a or real good you, question. Or are you pulled from a potential alternate reality that might be missing you right now? That's a very good question. I don't know. Huh. Here's what I can tell you. My, I remember being a kid. I remember living with my dad because my mom was on the run because, you know, us. And also, she was kind of a terrorist and and, and doing bad shit. Something we have in common. Um, 
And I, I I remember a lot of that, and I remember that they they I have very few memories of them together growing up, but they knew each other obviously. Um, and I would I would they, they would they they would meet up and and the like, and I I had some interactions with. Emma's people, I had some interactions with Tony's people, and then all of a sudden I'm on a goddamn beach. And things... That sort of threw a damper in them for the fight, apparently. Um, I ended up... Uh, want, decided I wanted to live with Tony. I have for the past few years. Um, but do you call him Tony? It's weird. I call him dad and I call him because it's not, it's my dad, but it's not my dad. It's a version of your dad that doesn't know, that doesn't like, have the years of growing up with you, kind of thing. As far as my memories are concerned, that's my dad. Mm -hmm. But as far as his memories are concerned, I'm not. And it took him a long time to get used to that concept. I still don't think he is. I know Emma isn't. Um, so is the I dad you remember him. from being a kid seem like a different person from the dad? No, that it's you were... a, it's it's pretty much the same person. There's different. Okay, they, no that that makes it less. That just makes it weirder, probably. Right? Does he have yeah, memories? That, that, that also makes it. That also. Or no, 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 apparently not. They have no knowledge of me. They don't. I. As far as you're concerned, you sprang into existence on a beach somewhere a couple it's, years ago. It's like a, it, it's like they had a kid without the problems of pregnancy, which I think Emma at least under uh, uh, appreciates. But they had a kid who was uh, who was 15 when he came when he came out, and they weren't married or involved or and they weren't married or involved or each other at the time. Well, I've heard word that they've known each other and i'm just gonna leave that the way it the the the, the, the to your imagination i don't know if it's true i don't know if it's fact i'm just saying sometimes when you hang out with like the 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 the, the some of the junior avengers um, give me a vigilance check some hmm. things okay anybody anybody who wants to hmm? <laughs> 18 10 15 uh, Calavera and Scion. Uh, you notice Mistral has her phone out and is doing something under the table. Don't! No! I'm leaving no. your name out of it, I promise. No, please, no. <laughs> you know what? Fine. I don't care. Okay! <laughs> and she just pulls her phone up and is apparently on so some much... message board. Don't worry, We. I'll, I'll keep you anonymous. It's fine. <laughs> Right, because there are so many other potential kids who are pulled out of the potentiality. No, 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 no. I'm just talking, just, just the idea that Emma Frost might have a thing for Tony Stark is going to be, that's going to be island gossip for like oh, at least okay. a week. Okay. No, no, I'm not telling them where, just, I'm Thank just you. putting Thank it out Jesus. there that, hey. I've been hearing stories that maybe these two people might have had a thing at one point. Did anybody okay. else know about them? 
Fair enough. Fair enough. That uh, I can't wait for right. out, out of character. I can't wait for it to like the response to be, "Duh, look at this copy of <laughs> like right. fifteen news articles." Just because people appear on the runway together doesn't mean they're a thing. Right. Except sometimes they are. Except That's sometimes what, they are, um, and then it's really yeah. As the, they they seem like they run in the same kind of circles. Uh, yes, but no, because also Avengers and X, like, like, legitimately, apparently, they, fighting is like a Tuesday for us in the Avengers. Huh. No, but, I mean, like, the whole, like, all the rich people know each other, though, and right, okay. your mom That's and true. your dad are both rich people. That That is true. Oh, man, this, I, I do you're, know. Like, double rich, aren't you? I mean, yeah, probably. But that that no that that is absolutely fair. Like, I know. Uh, I think based on Jack's face, I think I just broke Mitchell's brain. <laughs> Let me tell you someone you don't want to meet: Shinobu Shaw. Who? That dude is just an asshole. You know your your mic cut out for a second as you were saying oh, your name. Shinobi Shaw. Oh. Who? Because that dude is just an asshole. Let's put it this way. He's hit on me more than once. I turned 18 about a month ago. So, you know. Cool. Anyways. So. Oh, oh yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a hellfire kid. Yeah. He's the fucking worst. Okay. Um, this, this is all new to me. I have not been around here for that long. That's fair. But yeah, I've so been the hell living... Oh, yeah, go ahead, sorry. I've been living with my dad for the past 3 years. Um and then when when turned but once I turned 18 specifically, I was like, "Hey, it's time I need to I need to know who I am. I need to be with my people for a bit. I'm into it and I'm here." That was That's a my story. Really long story. Agate leans forward. Mine's a little bit shorter. Uh, grew up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, played football in high school. Uh, tried to stand up for one of my classmates and had most of the defensive line try to beat the shit out of me because they thought... That was the best way to show where my loyalties were supposed to lie. Uh, two broken ribs in. This happened. Um, our star kicker uh, broke his shin because he hadn't noticed and was still trying to curb stomp me. Good. I mean, I wish I could take credit for it, but it's I, I didn't like... I wasn't like, ooh, tactics. Literally, it's just what happens when you try and kick a piece of granite full force. I mean, you technically, hurt yourself. technically, your subconscious was like, this is the time for my power to activate. It was probably fight or flight. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yes. In a way, you are. You can take credit. Okay, fine. I will take credit for that. Uh, that means I also have to take credit for the fact that our school lost regionals that uh, that year. Um, Acceptable losses. I mean, I was about. I was about to say if that's their if that's their defensive lineup, they deserved it. 
well i mean yeah no uh we, anyway um and then uh that it was a really complicated couple years um and then when professor x's announcement came out i told my folks that uh they didn't seem like there was a lot of prospects for me locally and that i would stay in touch and i was taking a gap year my gap year has been about nine months and i think it's going to be another 20 or so years Matt, have, you, have you kept in touch i mean like yeah we call we okay. talk and stuff yeah and I visited back once, so you know. Cool. It's a long trip down to Georgia, so uh it's been a bit since I visited my family. Are there no gates down there? Not there really that I've seen. There? The closest the closest gate that I was able to find was the one in New York. I mean that, okay. there's gotta be one closer than that. But it's the closest one I could find. Mistral says there is one. Speaking of gates, last story. Oh yeah, Calavera. Yep. Who is in the middle of eating, like, still eating, like, showing her face full. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Um, wipes her face. Um, parents uh, from Mako. Uh, parents mutants, were mutants. Uh, there was a, we were, grew up, I grew up in a science lab where um, we were being inhumanely experimented on. Uh, for our ex genes, and then we escaped. We went to the states, which was a bad idea. Um, I was separated from my parents at the age of five, um, by the border patrol, uh, and they, they died to anti mutant supremacists. Uh, uh, and then I grew up on the streets in California. Um, I have had my powers since I can remember because that's part of why I was in a lab. Um, and until recently, I've been fighting tooth and nail to survive against a group of far-right far right anti-mutant supremacists called The Right. Uh, they have mech suits. They're pieces of shit, but I can get through the mech suit. Um, and then Wolverine found me. Damn, that's a lot. Real fast. I didn't, I didn't. And Arcana, there's a gateway in Columbus, Ohio, and there's one in Washington, D.C. Hmm. So slightly closer than New York. I mean, about halfway between maybe, but, you know, I, she just waves her phone. I do a lot of information shit. Hmm. Yeah, um, been here like a few weeks. No, that's that's still not much closer than New York, if I'm being honest here. Like, okay. she pulled up her phone and looks at a map. But anyway, oh, it's I'm... technically closer than New York by at least a couple hours. Anyway. Yes, there's, there's, there's a couple hours difference if I if I had gone straight to D.C. Mm -hmm. But those places get a lot of attention, so maybe going to New York was the better plan in Fair. that case, uh, depending. Um, yeah. No. Uh, I, I'm feeling I can very... fly. Surprise. Hmm? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling very in touch with my privilege right now. Calavera still eating food. Just like, mm. <laughs> well, you get used to it after a while, I guess. Probably. 
We're going to work on that. All right. Um, Agate, Agate's like, well, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm just, I, I grew up kind of hearing about all this superhero stuff and honestly, it sounds very cool. And so I want to see if like maybe trying out for like a, a, a team or something like mm-hmm. I'm not expecting to headline anything anytime soon like if ever but you know there's people out there that need help and i think that would be really cool to use what i have to help them fuck yeah and given what we have here it's not like oh i need to have a job to pay rent and stuff so that is a nice thing about Kokoa. You don't really have to work for your living. You just live and then try and figure everything else out. So Mistral, Mistral really puts her phone touch down. With my privilege. Um, Calavera finally stops so eating you, like 15 plates later. Right. <laughs> right. So you're saying something about put a pin in something. Well... Like, in terms of Krakoa and everything, which is a lot of fun and very enjoyable. uh, It's all right. If you want to, and we were talking about gates and that sort of thing. um, If you want to, there are options to getting off the island without having to go too far. And visiting some other interesting places. Were you looking and... to have a field trip? Well. Am I the oldest person here? She says, looking around the group. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm, How old are you? I'm 37. 30. Okay, you're slightly older okay. than me. Okay. Wow, second you guys oldest, are like grown-ups. Second oldest person here. Fuck. Mm. I mean, I'm 19. Says Mistral, who uh, Agate kind of points and is like, yeah, I was, o- I think I was older than most of you when my powers manifested. It I mean, happens. I... Don't feel bad. There's nothing wrong with you. I turned 18 three weeks ago. Yeah, no, I'm. I was older than you when you manifested. Well, I mean, yeah, that's how age works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's weird in this case, I'll admit, a little, but also, if you're well, older yeah, than I mean, somebody, I generally, I was most connection. of the time, you stay I, older than them. My powers manifested later in my life than your literal existence, is what well, I mean. Well, especially so, because if you want to go by pure be brought into existence, I'm three. Yeah, that's what I mean by but that. But I'm like, but but physically and mentally and any way that really matters i'm 18 and anyway i found a rumor on the social chat here that there's a gate to madripoor oh isn't that the city that gets all the fucking shit in the news i mean oh yeah that's just because Uh... it's outside the united states so they assume it's a greasy backwater derelict i've literally never been there but every time i hear it in the news it's something catastrophic logan told me about it once or twice but it's kind it's a little bit off the books 
and but if we wanted to stretch our legs and get to experience some stuff that's not all about you know murdering people in arenas so that they can have their superpowers back hmm. maybe is there down a there? reason going maybe up that or is it just for the field trip well i mean yeah field trip it's madripoor there's like no fucking rules it's great are we gonna get in trouble if we go I'm of the opinion that if they don't want people to go, they wouldn't have put a gate there. And even if the gate is a little less publicly advertised, if they really don't want people to go, they'll turn it off. That is a wonderful way of dodging that question. As as the person who is probably of the three of us been here the longest, it, are we just allowed to go and come and go whenever we please? I assume that, like, somebody would tell us if we couldn't. No, like, this is out of character. This is, this is oh. me, the player. Um, There's not particular... The thing about coming and going is that the gates are keyed to mutants, specifically. Right. So they just, generally, they stand open, and the idea is you always keep the door open in case somebody needs refuge. So, yeah, transit for Krakoans through Krakoan gates is monitored, but not heavily restricted. I mean, as long as we let people know where we're going, unless any of you have people that want you to stay here, you should all be fine. I mean, look, somebody just went toe-to-toe -to -toe with, like, an original X-Man. I feel like that deserves a drink somewhere other than the bar down the street. I have not. No offense, Blob. He just <laughs> kind of waves a hand. You're not sure if he was actually listening. Right. Oh, yeah, I have mind. not explicitly been told that I cannot go any particular place. And I mean, like, given who your mom is, I feel like you would know or she'll know. And well, if she needs true. something. I was, I was told not to go to Russia. The UK and a couple of other places I don't remember. But Madripoor wasn't on that list. I don't remember it. I mean, fair enough. That's a big list. She could have forgotten, but she didn't explicitly say it. Therefore, I, I feel like it's Emma on Frost table. I feel like Emma Frost is the kind of person who would have been exhausted with her list. Maybe. I'm Still has a lot to do. I'm not worried about it. Let's go. Why not? Let's take a trip to Madripoor. I could use a stretch. Yes. And Agate's like, sure, yeah, that sounds great. So, you guys finish your drinks. Yep. Agate grabs the last wing. And you all head out. The gate to Madripoor, Mistral leads you guys down and around into some of the more secluded areas um, around Arbor Magna and the primary center of the island. There's a hike of probably about an hour or so through the woods. And then coming down to a secluded cove, there is... Behind a section of dense plant growth, 
this massive wooden ring with various nodules on it and a rippling opaque luminescent surface. Any of you who have come through a gate before know what this thing is. It's effectively a plant-based wormhole. This is for our audience then. (laughs) Yeah. A, a, A naturally grown uh teleportation boundary that you step through on one side and you pop out somewhere else on the globe or maybe not even on the globe depending it doesn't seem like there's anybody nearby or watching per se this feels like a sort of it's almost got a little bit of a backdoor aspect to it but based on what you guys have been told of gates, nobody who isn't a mutant can walk through this thing in either direction all that easily anyway, if at all. So there you go. Mistral says, uh, this comes out in a part, uh, based on what they're telling me, uh, in a place called Mutitown. Because like Makes a sense. whole bunch of us went there and actually helped things out. A little bit and made it because like you know it's a lawless city whatever criminals are all in charge which you know is okay sure if you say so but also sometimes that means it's not great for you know the working class uh but so they did some relief work there uh and they call it muty town now so you're saying we don't has already walked there krakoa <laughs> krakoa went there and helped out and in honor of the help, they named it a slur? I mean, based on who they say kind of runs the place, I don't think they think of it that way. Okay, fair enough. I'm just saying, I, whenever I have heard... Look, I'm just saying the there's term some beauty. terms that... If some, if the wrong people say them are slurs, and if Absolutely. the right people say them, then you can just reclaim it or whatever or something. Absolutely, queer woman, I get it. There you but, go. But I just, I was just making sure everybody was on. Where did Calavera go? Uh, a walk through about five seconds ago. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> I get her, and Agate just dives through. The Calavera just walks through. Right. You you come out the other side. Um, and you're in a sewer, effectively, um, but it's like a big one. Uh, and there's a little walkway with a fairly recently installed but already heavily stained handrail. And then uh, the traditional X spray painted on the wall with just an arrow going up towards the top of a ladder nearby. Hop. Assuming that everybody's right behind me, I'm just going to hop up to the ladder and start climbing. <laughs> so you put a hand on the ladder and you hear a thud bump clank as Agate literally combat rolls through the, uh, the, the, the gateway and then slams his face more or less into the guardrail that's only about five feet out from the surface of the gateway. Hang <laughs> so, up on oh, the ladder, look okay. over, see. You okay? Yeah, no, I'm good. I just, I, I wasn't sure what our scenario was going to be, so. And then 
just walking out a second later comes Arcana. <laughs> <laughs> really quick before she before she goes to the portal, uh Evangeline is going to 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 telepathically send a send a telepathic message to 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 the cuckoos. Okay. Um hey, just letting you know um if I go missing I'm a, if if mom asks where I am, uh I went to Madripoor. Don't tell don't tell her before unless she asks. Okay, bye. And I'm going to go through. I really wish there was like a way that I could layer my voice over right, itself just right. over the, the mic. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, but yeah, and you're there is just complicated. Right through. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that way we have a back behind. if we get kidnapped or right, something exactly. like there that. exactly, there you go. Yep. They know mm-hmm. where to start. Right. So the five of you emerge into this area. All of you have uh, a Krakoan communicator. It's a it's effectively a proprietary cell phone, more or less, but mm-hmm. it only calls other Krakoan communication devices. Um, so you have to have a little bit of technical know-how. You can futz with the settings to try and loop into whatever local telecom network is there, um, but that requires a logic check of twelve. Does it? Does it? Um, does it text? Yeah, mm-hmm. I take it out as the tweaking. as them as they as 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 a gay as uh, Agate slams face first into the rail and says he wasn't sure what sort of situation it's going to be. Oh, I guess I should pulls it out and just texts slogan. Hey, went to Madripoor, LMK. <laughs> if you need anything, <laughs> uh, as as she's as she's exiting, because um, I. Uh, uh, Arcana right, has go two ahead and give me that logic check because you will have to. Logan's on Krakoa right now, and this is it doesn't have you don't get satellites, so you will have to try and find a network that can then link it up back to Krakoa. Oh, yeah, that's a fair point. Um, but uh, before she before she left, Arcana would have texted Magic and just say, "I'm watching over some kids heading to Madripoor. Uh, if anything goes wrong, find me there." <laughs> I, I okay. I, I feel like since that doesn't even check to see if it actually sent successfully. It just puts there. You go. You're just like, yeah, no, this is how this works. In <laughs> fairness, can I having out? I was like coming out and immediately starting to 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 patch in. Yeah, go ahead and make can a logic I check. Potentially caught that and like, if, if, assuming I'm successful, like do get uh, get, the, get that relayed over. Um, possibly. And oh wait, I need to roll the non-combat version. I keep rolling the combat version. Um, combat logic, roll non-combat logic. Thirteen. Right. Thirteen. It's a little tricky, but you manage to figure out an open uh, network that you can yep. loop into. So with a with with a, with a nine, Arcana like looks at it for a minute, tries to fiddle with it. This is not my usual brand of tech. Uh, do you think you can figure this one out for me? Uh, sort of handing like holding out the the communicator. Oh yeah, to sure. Scion. Put it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do yours. Um, yeah, no. So, uh, yeah. That's good. Well, so I like roll since I already doesn't... got it the first time. Yeah. So what happens is you try and find the same settings for this, and then you realize, oh, what I can do is I can use mine as a tether spot. Okay. They can all... So it's going to be a little slower for everybody if they're trying to get out, but they can bounce it off of yours. I am and the mobile hotspot. You are the mobile yeah. hotspot, effectively, okay. at this point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That'll do. 
I sent your message along. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> no, no understanding of what that means. <laughs> right. Climbing Amazing. Ladder. Where is that going? Uh, presumably out into. I don't know. The extra's pointed the way. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. No. This is this is the scummiest place you've probably been in the last several several years. Uh, oh yeah. Scion. Right. Um. Yeah, it's it's actively you are pretty sure that the longer you stay down here, the more likely it is you catch something communicable. Hmm? Right. Oh, meanwhile, smells Fair. like home. <laughs> but anyway, Madripoor is a place for the very rich and the very poor. There's very little in between. You are coming out in the very poor section. Um, immediately you're confronted by people and sounds and smells very much at odds with you, what you've come to accept as the status quo in Krakoa. There's crowds of people carrying things, moving things. There's lots of little shops and places, uh, number of various bars. Uh, it's principally a Madripoor is an island in Southeast Asia. Um, so it is a very sort of Kind of stereotypical um, for for those who haven't been there and aren't familiar with the nuances, you still recognize the sort of vibe that's that this place is giving off. Tons of both neon lights like. and uh, oil lanterns and everything in between. Smells of animals and fish and food. Um, shouts of vendors and things going back and forth. It is a bustling place but you are able to pick out yeah a lot of this stuff looks like a solid typhoon would level this section of town um but one thing you notice is that there is a few stories lit up a much more sort of modern looking structure um that looks like probably a, a, a hospital or something of that sort but that's like probably 12 or 13, 15 blocks away. And there's mm. plenty of stuff to see in the meantime. Um, the the road that you're coming out on uh, is you can see a little ways down several bridges going over. There's like a canal that's running across. Uh, but yeah, Low Town, now known as Muti Town Madripoor, is your guys to explore. What do you think you would your first impulses there would be? Does it always... Uh, and real, saying this, Realize she she realizes no here probably knows the answer. Does it always smell like this? Smell like what? Or did something just die nearby? Oh no, this isn't the smell of something dying nearby. You'll know that one. Great. Uh, Arcana will very quickly check what the what the currency is on Madripoor on her on her actual cell phone, not her communicator. Uh, local, it's, there, there's the magic poor dollar, um, but odds are you can probably match currencies. If you've got some sort of cash, you could probably find somebody who might be willing to take it. Hmm. You might not get a great exchange rate if you're trying to just do it at somebody's shop. Arcon is American, so she has, like, U.S. dollars on her. Mm -hmm. Somebody said a bar, right? Yeah. Uh, 
if any of us are carrying cash, we're going to want to try and get some Madripoor dollars at some point. Um, I have no money. I mean, it's a bar. It'll take a card, right? Yeah, probably. There you go. Generally speaking, though, in this in this kind of section of town, it's whether it's a good idea to have cash on you depends on how well you can defend yourself. But generally speaking, it'll be easier to work with cash than card in a lot of places like this. Well, normally, if I need cash, I just mug someone and take it. I don't think we're dealing with American cops here. I mean, to be fair, there's probably plenty of people that deserve it in Madripoor, but... I mean, if we're not dealing... I mean, it doesn't matter if we're dealing with cops or not. Sometimes I mug the cops. No, that's what I mean. I, I would I would have assumed that the, the cops were the ones who were mugging, but, you know... Well, regardless... Let's, um... let's just find a bar that takes a card, because it's probably going to be one of the corner bars. You notice you're catching glances as you come through. Uh-huh. Agate obviously stands out like a sore thumb in any crowd. Uh, Mistral Arcana literally glows. Right, yeah. Many of you don't pass as just bog standard human. So right. with that, you're Wait. getting looks. I notice that and look back. I've got just the thing. This works for me every time. Uh, I reach into my bag and I just pull out a oh, baseball no. cap. Oh, oh <laughs> no! I just go put it on Agate. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I just put a baseball cap on Agate. I and... I thought you were just gonna put a patch on. No, and then I pull out some shades and I put them on Agate too. So he's got a baseball cap and some shades. Perfect. You and clearly wearing his mutant action training uniform still. Right. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Look. <laughs> I, I don't. Minus two. Logic. He turns to he turns he turns to Scion. Do I look cool? You look super cool. You don't yeah. look, you don't blend in, but you look cool. That's less about blending in and more about just not having the face visible. If I'm understanding it correctly, uh, unfortunately, the rest of him is made of gems. If he turns in a certain direction, he will blind someone. A little kid runs up who's wearing effectively a larger pair of boxer shorts and most of a t-shirt. Uh-huh. Comes up, yells something in a language you do does anybody here speak Filipino? I don't believe so. In I character. have a lot of what? I have a lot of languages, but so I don't believe that's one. Our languages is things that you just decide you know. Yeah. Pretty what? much. Based I feel on your like character. I feel like Calavera would speak several languages because of Logan. Like just because okay. from having just from him training her and, and like look, you need here's you need to know the He's not of much of a language. language guy, honestly. As far as I understand, he actually knows a few not, quite a number of languages. He, he does knows a few. Doesn't... He's not great at teaching them. Yeah, he's Japanese had lifetimes to probably, learn. Probably yeah. English right. English Spanish and Japanese are probably. I was going to say, I think are probably his main ones. Yeah, so Filipino probably not so. Probably not Filipino, right? But I speak English, French, Japanese, and Russian. But no, not Filipino. You'll be able to get by on the English and French here pretty well. Yeah, Arcana speaks English, uh, Spanish, German, and and Gaelic. Okay, very good. Well, this kid runs up, yells something cheerful in a language that none of you understand, and. Takes two attempts before uh, Agate realizes he's trying to get a high five, uh, which he gets, and then runs off screaming at the rest of his friends down the block, um, who all turn back at you and kind of just do the jump and wave. 
See? You're well, that's popular a good now. sign. Uh, Arcana, Arcana will just wave at the kids and, and let some like dancing lights and just like sparkle show come out of her glass. <laughs> okay, well we're popular here. That's good. They they did say they did say they named it Mutie Town after like humanitarian efforts. Right. So presumably Krakoans have a good rep in this section mm. of the city at the very mm, least. Fair Mute, enough, fair enough. Mutanitarian efforts. We're still human. That is a matter of dumb. That's not what the people that yell at me and shoot at me with robot suits tell me. So yeah, they're fucking idiots now, aren't they? (laughs) We are literally our 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 genus and species is literally Homo superior versus Homo sapien. We are a different species of human. Still, I would call us human because I I don't want to. I don't want to lose my connection to share the genus at least. Right. I'd rather not lose my connection to people because that's how you forget how lives are important. I don't disagree. Well, and I mean, like, one of the three laws, kill no man, you know? I mean... We're not supposed to kill humans. Right. Nobody's... It's okay. You just got here. They didn't fly up until this point, I think. That was what Emma told me anyway. Not that I've killed people. It was to explain how she's gotten away with killing people. Okay. When you become Krakoa, it's like, you yes, three, three primary laws. Kill no humans. Respect the sacred land. Make more mutants. Mm. Right. Those are the three. Mm. There's other rules, but those are the big three. Mm. That they sort of started everything yep. on. So don't kill anybody. Don't kill humans. Be horny all the time. Yeah, that is weird. And... Like legislated fucking, you know? Yeah, right, right. Um, I mean, granted, and there's I, not I, a lot of us, so you know. And don't I, fuck I, up the island. I feel like anyone who's asexual who comes out who who's ex gene activates is going to have some problems with that. So that's they're not going to. I asked about that. To be fair. It's not literally a mandate to breed because, like, there's plenty of, there, there's plenty of of ace queer. I mean, that are mutant. With, uh, if I understand correctly, Scion was made without fucking. The, as well, yes and no, and uh, it depends on what I know and what happened. Arcana, you recognize as well that. Uh... Technically, what the five do, apparently, as their day job, is involves zero sex, but definitely involves making, making more, more mutants. mutants. Yeah. <laughs> also, I would argue that a chaos bolt from Wanda it may not be fucking, but is fuckery. So, And to be fair, I think you can probably fulfill that third rule by just helping new mutants get to Krakoa and realize their powers and so on. Exactly. Yeah. No, Look, there's a bar over there. Ending. I say pointing. Very cool. Yep. Let's go. All right. So you guys head off into the wilds of Mutie Town. There's bars. There's shops. There's restaurants. There's live entertainment. There's not live entertainment. Uh, Wait, there's dead entertainment? I, there's movie theaters. Oh. <laughs> Minus two logic. I mean, in fairness, <laughs> if you find the right people in the black market, you might be able to find dead entertainment. Right. 
Uh, everybody's doing their best to maintain yeah. a level of decorum, though. Yep. Uh, do you guys swing by that big hospital to see anything at any point? Was there a reason to? What big hospital? It was just the the main primary physical landmark that you could see in the immediate area. But if you're not interested in hospitals, there's literally no reason to stop by. Hmm? I yeah, mean, no, yeah. yeah. It, I would definitely make note of it because we are in Madripoor, so we may need to make use of it at some point. I mean, that's fair. I've got my healing factor back, baby. All right. <laughs> There's uh, a few times where a couple of you break off to go check out one thing that somebody else wasn't right. particularly interested in and yada yada. But uh, a few hours pass by um, and while you're not necessarily this isn't like, oh, it's a cult of personality. Every mutant is widely welcomed with open arms. You guys are seeing a significant level of acceptance from the local uh, population um, that might honestly be a little refreshing for some of you. Uh, I've started. Awesome. I've started doing tricks with my bones, just like right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Off your yeah, scale no. of all. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. There's a couple shopkeepers who are like, "Oh yeah, no, welcome. Here's what we got." By the way, don't go, you know, too far that direction. If you start right. seeing the high rises, you're not. It's not going to be nearly as safe, kind of thing. Fair enough. I will, I will I will keep in mind every warning one of them gives us and try and build an idea of where Muty Town ends and Racist Town begins. Sure, yeah, definitely. Where does Racist uh, go ahead Town and give begin? Me... I want to avoid it. <laughs> Everybody go ahead and give me a vigilance check, though, as you're making your way through Madripoor. God, okay. 19. Jeremy's taking all the good dice. 11. All right. You do catch a few glimpses, uh, Scion. A couple times of people who aren't quite as welcoming. Either they're, some of it might just be chalked up to busyness, you know, where they just, you know, keep their head down and brush by very quickly. You know, there's, there's various levels of energy and emotional response in crowds. But you do catch the occasional sidelong glance, especially as the, uh, the night gets a little lower. And at one point, you do notice a couple people looking at you. And one of them points, there's an exchange of something, and then you lose sight as uh, as a vehicle goes by, and both of them are gone after the fact. I'm going to try to commit those imi- th- th- those what they look like in my head, mm-hmm. and I don't, um, hold on. I think this is just, be- I think there's actually... I'm just checking something really quick. Um, it would help if I had the book open. Okay, uh, I'll just ask because you might actually know better uh, without me having to check. Does telepathic link allow me just to send images or is there a better power for that? Um, that, that for that? that one, let me check. Because it just says... Be, or it's no never mind the virtual the in communication can be verbal visual or even more complex so yes. mm-hmm. i am going to and i can establish one at a time uh i am going to uh 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 arcana seems to be the responsible adult here relatively at least you're the oldest the i know that Calavera is the oldest and the you second are the oldest, oldest i seem i seem more responsible yes you're the oldest in terms of the combination when you average out physical age and mature and uh, and emotional maturity. 
Um, I'm gonna send the the, the image of those two. I want to keep an eye for these two. They would look. They were looking sketchy in our way, and I think that there might have been. Ooh, uh, can, I, can, I borrow, can I borrow your eyes for a minute? Uh, sure. Not not oh. literally. Uh, and she she taps she taps you on the shoulder, and there's just a trace of Arcana as she uh, as there's a uh, there's a there's a little bit of magical energy that sort of traces off of you as her eyes begin to glow as I use copy ability to copy your vigilance score. Okay. Fair enough. Copy my vigilance, incre yep. my vigilance mm -hmm. increases from one to two as long as I'm concentrating. Okay, there you go. So you've got concentration open. Um, and I will have... Uh, I'm trying to remember. Telepathy is mostly based off of... Is it logic or ego? Uh, mostly logic. Okay, go ahead and give me a There's logic There's some ego as well, but logic. Right, go ahead and give me a logic roll just to see how detailed of an image you were able to gather and okay. transmit. Um, I'll say it's a 12. Okay, yep, there you go. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you've got a pretty decent image of two faces. Um, one kind of an older man graying a little bit around the temples in like a little bit of a Hawaiian shirt kind of thing, uh, unbuttoned uh, and pair of cargo shorts. Um, and then the other, a younger female um with a bit of a scar on one cheek uh dark hair pulled back in a ponytail uh brown eyes uh just pretty much wearing like a, a tank top uh and uh, kind of capri pants uh with some tennis shoes on her on her feet both looking very local I, yep I, I am just duplicating your but your your vigilance which is higher than mine right. and using it instead while i'm concentrating yep yep but at yeah. this point, as you're starting to link up here um, and and transmit this information, Mistral comes streaking down the street, flying about 15 feet off the ground, just buzzing over top of the crowd. She and Agate had stepped had gone off to to check one thing, and as she comes back, you can see she's got a little bit of blood around her her the right side of her neck. Guys, fuck! They took Agate. Who sort sort of sort of catch Mistral as she comes flying in? Right, yeah, and she just sort of skids to a halt on the street. Fucking hell! All right, uh, who and where? Ooh. Four guys jumped out of a van. They had some sort of you know, and you can see there's a puncture mark on her uh, on her collarbone, but there's also some sort of discoloration around it uh you can go ahead and give me a logic roll if you're trying to diagnose that hmm? 12 with a with a fantastic success with a fantastic yeah uh for a fantastic success on a 12 um you can definitely tell that there's been a puncture and a burn and i'll say with a fantastic you can tell that's from something like a taser or a cattle prod hmm? Do you stun weapons? All right, uh, they're trying where? to they're trying to capture mutants. Keep she, eyes open. Where she pointed, she points I'm back over her shoulder. Running in that direction. Yep, already running in that direction. Uh, I they say... were all teched out and shit, and then I saw something, but they dragged him into the van. She's trying to, she's flying like right. over top of you now, trying to keep pace. Who's uh, got as the highest speed here? As as we're Probably as we're running, her. I will I'll sort of. 
knocked out to uh to uh right. run speed is five scion uh, also five. i believe mine is speed speed is my run speed is also five um i will i will shout to scion uh you got the fastest communicator that if you can get word back to Krakoa that we've that we've got a kidnapping going on i will give me just one second i want to check something when we're there uh my i've uh, as Kalamato starts running, like the bone begins to rip out and protrude from her face as that as that skull mask reappears, uh, and just uh, um, bone blades have popped out of both arms. Okay. She's like, it was just on the other side of the canal up here, and you guys come around the corner. Hmm. And can everybody see? Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You find yourself on a Madriporian street. There's a number of people that are sort of clustered around under the eaves of some of these buildings, but the street has been largely cleared out, likely due to the recent confrontation that happened. And on the other side of the canal from you, you can see a trio of what look like robotic entities, kind of low slung, about the size of a large dog, each of them with six legs as they're skittering around this general area up here. And you can see them with various little electrical uh, implements and stuff skittering over the ground. Some of them scanning, some of them modifying stuff, some of them scraping things up. And they're just like shoving it into the interior of their their uh, metallic, uh, metallic carapaces. And this is where we'll roll some initiative. All right. You want to roll initiative now or next time? Yep, because we're rolling initiative, and this is also where we're going to be ending for the week. Mm. But I want to see where everybody lands. Mm. I have an edge 16. on my initiative. 14. Uh, make sure you roll your edge on that as well. Yeah. And for Arcana. Where is initiative on this character sheet? It is uh, it's up at the at top, top. Top left. Mm. Uh, it'll it say initiative and then it'll say the roll. Yeah, roll. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 14. 14 with a, with, a, with a fantastic. Okay. All right. So we are going to... Let's see. You're the only one I think that got a fantastic. So, yep. So we are going to start with Arcana next week as you guys confront the aftermath of a kidnapping in Mutie Town. Mm. Say goodbye. And that's where we're closing for the day. Bye. 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 Goodbye. (laughs)